trip idea, but it's close. Um, and it's stage two of the potter illustration. You know, stage one and 18, he goes to the potter while he's working with the clay on the wheel. Stage two, we've got the already fired jar that's a piece of ceramic, and here's what he says. Would somebody read chapter 19? Thus says the Lord, go and buy a potter's earthenware jar, and take some of the elders of the people and some of the senior priests. Then go out to the valley of Ben-Hinnom, which is by the entrance of the potsherd gate, and proclaim there the words I tell you, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am about to bring calamity upon this place, at which the ears of everyone that hears, it will, hears of it will tingle. Because they have forsaken me and have made this an alien place and have burned sacrifice in it to other gods that neither they nor their forefathers nor the kings of Judah have ever known. And because they have filled this place with the blood of the innocent and have built the high places of Baal to burn their sons in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, a thing which I never commanded or spoke of, nor did it ever enter my mind. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when this place will no longer be called Topheth, or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but rather the Valley of Slaughter. I will, make the vo I will make void the council of Judah and Jerusalem in this place, and I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies, and by the hand of those who seek their life. And I will give over their carcasses as food for the birds of the sky and the beasts of the earth. I will also make the city a desolation and an object of hissing. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and hissed because of all its disasters. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters, and they will eat one another's flesh in the siege and in the distress with which their enemies uh, and those who seek their life will distress them. Then you are to break the jar in the sight of the men who accompany you, and say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Just so I will bring this people I will break this people and the city, even as one breaks a potter's vessel, which cannot be, cannot be repaired, and they will bury in Topheth, because there is no other place for burial. This is how I will treat the place and its inhabitants, declares the Lord, so as to make the city like Topheth. The, sun, the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will be defiled like the place of Topheth, because of all the houses on whose rooftops they burnt sacrifices to all the heavenly hosts and poured out drink offerings to other gods. Then Jeremiah, Jeremiah came from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to, the, to prophesy. And he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am about to bring on this city and on all its towns the entire calamity that I have declared against it because they have stiffened their necks so as not to heed my words. So, what does God tell Jeremiah to do here? Buy a jar. Go buy a jar, an earthenware jar, a ceramic jar, and take it to some of the elders of the people, some of the senior priests, and go out to the gate and say what? What, what is God going to do? 
He's going to bring terrible calamity on this place. It's going to be so bad. Why is he going to do that? They've forsaken God. They've burned sacrifices to other gods. They've killed innocent people. They've sacrificed their children as burnt offerings to Baal. A thing he says in verse 5, I never commanded or spoke of, nor did it ever enter my mind. It's like, I never even thought about commanding that. That's been the farthest thing from the Lord's mind to ever ask the Israelites to burn their children as sacrifices to Baal. Oh, that's the last thing God would have asked them to do. And that's what they've been doing. So they've been very creative in being unfaithful. They have done the worship gods that Judah didn't even know anything about. Um, and, and so, therefore, God is going to make this valley into a valley of slaughter. <laughs> He's going to give them into the hand of their enemies and make them fall before them. He's going to give their carcasses, verse 7, as food for the birds and the beasts. And uh, he's going to make the city a desolation, uh, an object of hissing. Uh, he's going to make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters and one another's flesh. Wow. I mean, this is going to be, they're going to be cannibalizing their kids. That did happen in the Bible, remember that? You remember that story? What was it? Yeah, we just studied that, didn't we? Yeah. That helped. Yeah. Two women who made a deal were going to kill and cook and eat my son tonight, and tomorrow night it's your son. And then the second woman reneged and hit her kid. <laughs> and the woman complained to the king that. The other woman didn't fulfill her end of the bargain. Do you remember who the oppressing nation was then? Ammonites? Nope. No. Syrians. Syrians, Arameans, same thing, exactly. Uh, that was back in 2 Kings 6. So it, it, it happened before, but man, it's bad. When things, when you get so hungry you eat your kid, that is bad. <laughs> I mean, I've never even come close to being that hungry, have you? You know, it's hard to imagine being that hungry. Um, so this is how bad it's going to be. Then look at what he tells Jeremiah to do in verse 10. What does he tell him to do? Break the jar. You know, smash this jar. Now remember, this is the jar after it's been fired. Think of a, you know, ceramic jar. What would happen if you, if I just took a jar of pottery and I threw it down on this concrete floor? Yeah, and about how many pieces? About a zillion? You know, and that's what happens. It reminds you of uh, Humpty Dumpty, you know. <laughs> Not going to put it back together again. That's the idea. This is the original Humpty Dumpty, I guess. Humpty Dumpty, I guess, was an egg. Is that about right? Yeah, well, an egg kind of shadows that way, too. Yeah, just not going to ever get it back together. This, this jar is never going to go back together. He says, just so, verse 11, will I break this people in this city, even as one breaks a potter's vessel, which cannot again be repaired. You know, I'm going to break them so much, they're just going to be shattered. That's what God's going to do, because they wouldn't listen to him. 
You know, because they have been self-willed, they've done things that are abomination to God, and God is upset with them, and he's not going to tolerate it. That's pretty strong language, you know, and this is what he preaches to the, uh, you know, the leaders of the nation religiously. Um, he actually, look at where he says this. In verse 1, he's taken some of the elders and senior priests to the valley of Ben-Hinnom where they're sacrificing their children and says, this is going to be the valley where you're going to be sacrificed. And then in verse 14, he came from Topheth where the Lord had sent him to prophesy and he stands in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, where would the court of the Lord's house be? What city? Jerusalem. So he's taken some of the leaders out to the valley where they've been killing their kids and sacrifice, and then he comes back to the city of Jerusalem and, and teaches the same lesson. That's pretty bold. You know, to teach it to the religious leadership and then come right into the house of God in Jerusalem and tell the people, this is what I'm going to do, this is what God's going to do to you. How do you feel like they would take this? Not well. All right, comments or questions on this? All right, chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. We'll see how they...